Welcome to episode four of Stone's Talk. I'm Nivon. And I'm Nivon's dad, Mun Kubble. And today we'll be continuing our play in tournament talk. So we had, yesterday night, we had two games. We had both seven and eight seats playing each other. On the Eastern Conference, you had the Heat playing the Hawks. And on the Western, you had the Lakers playing the Timberwolves. So let's start with the tight Western Culverts. Uh, Lake, uh, Lakers, Timberwolves. Uh, I know last episode we said we wanted the Timberwolves to win. Unfortunately, that was not to be. Uh, the Lakers came, came away with the win late game. And it was an overtime game, very tight. And I think most of the game, if I'm not mistaken, Minnesota was winning. But the Lakers came alive towards the end. And, uh, you know, I think one of the key things that happened at the end of open regulation was that the Lakers were up by three. AD made a really bad uh, decision to foul. And um, he fouled Mike Conley, who made three free throws with time to experience. And they went to overtime. I'm uh, not sure exactly who it was. I can't remember off the top of my head. But I know that there was a Timberwolves player late in overtime. He had this wide open three to tie the game on 105, I think it was, and came up short. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's clutch. But so the Timberwolves aren't out yet. Um, they played two on Friday, and they're playing the Thunder, which we'll talk about in a little bit. The Lakers are going to get to play who? Any Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. And what do you think is going to happen with that series? Um, I think the Lakers have a chance to win a few games because of obviously like the Grizzlies. Um. Late season, kind of started losing games. Yeah, yeah. Both the Grizzlies and the Nuggets kind of fell apart. Well, I don't think they fell apart, but they coasted a lot. And and the Lakers have been one of the best teams the last two months of the season. So um, it's not going to be a simple two versus seven matchup. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people anticipate. And on the Eastern Conference, you had the Heat and the, the Heat and Hawks. Uh, what happened there, Yvonne? The Hawks were able to come up with the win despite having a 500 season after he won 41. And now they get to play who? The Celtics. Soccer. I think the Celtics are going to run away with that one. Um, so but I think the Hawks might be able to get one game on the helm. Yeah, that might, that might, that's possibly true. I mean, they'll, you know, they're playing in Atlanta. Trey Young had a great game. He normally doesn't play very well against the Heat. Uh, again, Heat aren't out of it. They get to play the 10th seed and the Bulls, who we'll also talk about in a moment today, Eric, in a minute. Um, okay, so we got that set. The bottom of the both brackets are set. Now we're just waiting for the one seeds to find out who they're playing. So tonight, uh, in the East, you had the Bulls and the Raptors, and in the West, you had the Thunder and the Falcons. Break it down, dude. All right, so we got <clears throat> Bulls, Raptors, Pascal Siakam, and he choked those free throws. The whole team shot really crappy. I think, uh... Before his three free throws, I think it was 17 for 33. I think he missed all three of them, so... No, he made the first. So he made the first one, so he ended up 18 of 35 in the freedom. Yeah, and what I... have heard on the radios, this is the ESPN uh, radio, I think... 18 of 36, though. No, I heard on the radio today, I believe the Raptors have missed tonight missed more free throws than any other team in the last like 10 or 15 years in the NBA. So it's probably the most free, missed free throws in a game in a long time. Uh, so DeMar DeRozan. Uh, Zach Levine. Zach Levine. Was the main reason for the Bills' comeback. Yeah. I noticed that in the third quarter, it was down by 19. 
And then they came back and won the game. Okay. That was, like, even without Lonzo Ball, which some people may say that's not as big as a factor, but he can really help your team out. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't played much in the last two years. I feel bad for him because he's such a talent. I mean, but obviously his knee has been an issue, so let's see how that – let's be interesting to see how that plays out. I wonder if the Bulls will ever get him back next season or whatnot. We'll, We'll have to see. All right, so that said, so the Bulls have been playing the Heat on Friday, I believe, uh, and the Ducks going to be at 7 o'clock Eastern time, 4 o'clock Arizona time. They'll be playing at T- on TNT. Um, so let's go to the East, a little bit more of an interesting. No, sorry, let's go to the West. A little bit more exciting game tonight. Uh, you had the Thunder of the Pelicans. That was a, a really close one. I think both games were actually pretty close. Mm-hmm. This one came down to the wire, though. It was um final... The final minute took about three minutes. Yeah, it took a long time. <laughs> and um, so here we are, right? 50 seconds left. Both teams have two timeouts. Tie game, right? Yeah. I think Brandon Abram hits a huge shot, forcing a Thunder timeout. I think yeah. is what happened. Yeah. And then uh, the Thunder just, they turn it on. The Pelicans miss a few shots. And then... That, that's it. Yeah, so some excited is about some points about that game. Uh, Josh Giddy almost had a triple-double. He did. Yeah, I think it was one rebound short. It was 30 uh, points, 10 assists, 9 rebounds, I think. So he's one rebound short. Really good game, although he wasn't as impressive in the fourth quarter. He had a great third and sec- second, third, fourth, and I very fourth. Only that he really uh, did not have the best fourth was Shea Kosasakert. Yeah, but he came through at the very last minute or two when he needed to. Um, but... Uh, and um, so now the Pelicans are eliminated, and Thunder get Thunder get to play the Timberwolves on Friday after the uh, uh, Bulls and Heat game. A couple of questions I want to ask you, Nirvana. What your opinion? So number one on the Thunder, what do you think about a team like both the Thunder and the Bulls making the second round? But both of them are sub five hundred teams. I mean, I know when I was a kid, we only had eight teams. You know, the playoffs. We didn't have a playing tournament. Um, it was rare that you had a sub-500 team make the playoffs, but, like, should the NBA welcome that, do you think, or should we, like, should they be looking at it the way that if you're under 500, you shouldn't qualify for the playoffs at all? What do you, what do you think? I feel like we could not close to under 500, like, that that close to 500. I mean, these teams have been really good, no doubt, right? But that maybe didn't just, maybe that didn't show in the season, because you have to think about injuries and you have to think about the the stre- the brutal stretch of back to backs. Like, mm-hmm. say you're the Thunder and you have to play the one seed in the West and the East back to back on the road. Like that, that's going to take away from. Yeah, well, I think the Thunder too is very interesting. I mean, they're going to be good for a lot of years. So I mean, you know, Giddy is a great, great player. Obviously, SGA. Fantastic. And, you know, like I think we talked about in one of the other podcasts, uh, Chet Hallward. I mean, he didn't play a, a lick of a, or he didn't play a minute, so he'll be in a rookie again next year, and then they'll have their, I think they have a first-round pick. So I think he'll be qualified for rookie of the year. I mean, if he plays well, of course. Yeah. But, yeah, he'll definitely, because uh, he didn't play at all. So that's yeah. what happened. I think the, I think Zion had the same thing. No, he made his rookie deb- debut. A year later, right? No, it was, I think, like, one or two games in his rookie year, and then he got hurt again. Yeah. 
And that's the question I was going to ask you. We talked a little bit about when you and I watched the game tonight. What do you, like the Pelicans are eliminated. Um, you know, they had a really good playoff last year. They were a heritage to the Suns, obviously. Good team. Um, really good, talented. Like, Brandon Ingram's amazing. CJ's really good. They haven't heard Jones is going to be great. So, you know, obviously, if they have Zion, you know, um, where do they go? Or what do you think? Um, so, earlier you were asking me about a possible Zion trade. And I have um, uh, a different opinion about that, I think. So. Well, before you get into it, let me tell you what, let's tell everybody what I, I said to you. Yes. I said to Nivon, I said, do you think that the Pelicans should move on from Zion? The guy is. In, in his three or four years in the league, hardly plays a full season. I mean, he when he plays, he's amazing, um, but you can't rely on him. He's not there for the playoffs last year. He wasn't there for the play-in this year. Um, that's two years in a row that you don't have your superstar, and he's in your playing candidate because of that. He makes a lot of money. Is it something you would consider? What, what do you think? Okay, so <laughs> I would look ahead to this this draft, right? You got Webb and Yama. And you have Scoot Henderson, the top two guys. And I think the Pistons and the Spurs, they're going to be the top uh, the top two teams, right? And then there'll be three teams after them for the top five. I think that the, the um, Pelicans, so we're looking at the mock draft here, Dallas with a 10 pick. I think... A team like or uh, Portland, who could be revealed from Dave, could use one guy just to keep just to keep their hopes up from not being the worst in the team. But you know, like we 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 traded for Durant, right? And it cost us every other first round pick. Obviously, Zion is super talented, but he hasn't accomplished nearly what Durant has accomplished. And you know, the going rate for somebody with that talent level is like seven draft picks. So, yeah, I mean, I think maybe Portland doesn't move off from Dame. Maybe they add a Zion to a Dame, right? But, yes. but like, I just I guess the better question is, we can debate this all day long, but the question is, do you think the Pelicans should move on from Zion, or do they give him another year to kind of get better and, and kind of see how this thing works out when they're back with him? I feel like this, would, this comes around, like, every year. Mm-hmm. Do they give him another shot, and do they trade him, give him another shot to get healthy? Oh, he's healthy again. And then two weeks later, he's <laughs> sitting on the bench again. Yeah. So I think it's like, I, th- I think you, you keep him because, like, he's a generational talent. But I don't know how he's going to get over that injury. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, you know. Um, well, I mean, so that's our playoff, our playing coverage. And uh, I guess the next time we'll probably do a podcast. Uh, we will be doing it Friday night after the game because you're not going to be here. You're going uh, uh, out of town with mom and your cousins. Yes. So we'll probably have to do it on Monday. I want to stop you there, though. Before we end, we did not actually get a full matchup preview of the the last game of the play tournament. Oh, you're right. I'm just after the fed. So, so we got... Um, we're going to have a Timberwolves Thunder. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Give me a thoughts on that. Um... So, you know, right away I think, oh, Chimple's better team. But then I realized what the Thunder had. Mm-hmm. And they had enough to, um, I think the big men 
I think Rudy Gobert, I think he's playing this game. Yeah, he is not suspended. So, else, so the big men is where the Thunder lose, but the back the backcourt is, I think, where they win. Anthony Edwards, he's good. He's really good. There's no doubt, right? Um, but either SGA or Josh Giddy on him, it's they're gonna pester him, and he's. I think he's gonna fold on their pressure. But I, I don't know. I, I disagree. I think the Timberwolves are really stacked. I mean, I think the whole season people have been waiting for the Timberwolves to really be a team, and I think there was a lot of excitement when uh, they did make that trade for Gobert. Um, there was a stat I heard on the radio yesterday that their record. Uh, with Gobert in the, um, in the lineup is like 48%, and without him, they're like 65%. But I don't know how the Thunder are going to... I mean, SGA is great, but he got pestered quite a bit. And Mike Conley is not a bad point, but he's really, really good. And yes. Anthony Edwards, and I... I In a one-and-done, I, I, I would probably... I mean, their records are so similar, but I think I'm going to go with the Timberwolves. So you're going with Oklahoma, though? It's Lintricold. Okay, gentleman's bet. Dad versus son. All right, we have a gentleman's bet. Um, well, the East, we have Bulls Heat, and I think, oh, uh, looking at the record, obviously, again, looking at the record, someone was saying the Heat, but I'm taking the Bulls. I'm going to take the Heat because I think Jimmy Butler hates the Bulls, so I think it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but DeMar DeRosa and Zach Levine, I mean, I outside of Jimmy Butler, you know, they got 30-some-odd points from... Um, Kyle Lowry today. That's not. He hasn't been doing that the whole season. I don't know that that's going to happen again. So um, I'm pretty. I, I just don't see the Heat uh, bringing it again like they did today. So I'm. I'm going to go with um, uh, uh, the the Heat. I mean, uh, sorry, the Bulls. Sorry about that. So we know the Bulls. So I'm pulling up the box score here for the Bulls, mm-hmm. and if you look at Demar. And Zach Levine, if we go over to point 39, 39 and 23. So that combines for 62, I think. That's right. 62 points. But I think those guys can do it again. I, I think. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're both shot over 62%. So two great all stars. Yeah. Right? One of, the, one of them in his prime, and the other guy, like, almost there. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't think. Uh, I don't think the Heat. They have a chance, but they don't have a chance. Yeah, but we forget about Bam out of bio, but they, I just think that they, the Heat um, are going to lose to the Bulls. So. I think the only way they can win is if they do just play the inside game, right? But that's, the Heat? Yeah, the Heat. The, but that's, that's not going to work because the Bulls are just going to trap, and then they're going to have to shoot threes. Yeah. I, so do you think the Bulls are going to I think the Bulls are good. Right, me too. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't think, even if they try to play, like, like in the post, yeah. I think the Bulls are still going to stop them. Yeah, so either way, they get the pleasure of playing the Bucks is going to destroy you anyway. So, all right. Well, I think that's the end of our podcast. Uh, Nivana, anything before we sign off? Oh, uh, yes. You said the Bucks are out in the sweep, the Bulls. But... DeMar and Giannis playing at each other. Yeah, I, I think the, I mean, let's wait till see who wins and we can say, but I think the Bucks, the Bucks are going to come out of the East, in my opinion. I think they're the best team out of the East. Uh, Celtics had a pretty good run last year. They had a great run last year and a great season. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they come out of the East, but I think, I think the Bucks, I mean, Giannis is just, he's amazing. You know, he's, I think he's the best player on the planet right now. One team I do want to point out is, like, we talk about the Celtics and the Bucks. But who is talking about the Sixers? A lot of people. Except for Philadelphia sports fans. 
No, I think I think Embiid is great. He's going to be the MVP, but I don't trust. And him. then you forget that oh that piece of uh, Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris, yeah, great yeah. role guys. Who if Harden doesn't show up, they're going to show up. They will, but I, I just don't trust Harden, and I I think the Bucks are too stacked. That's if, if the if if um if uh, Middleton and uh, Drew Holiday are healthy. I, I just, I don't... It's scary. They're, they're, I mean, look what they did to Suns two years ago. Last year, they just didn't have Middleton. That's why they didn't make it. Otherwise, they, they they could have been a repeat candidate. I think they could have taken the Warriors. So, a last question for you. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to be the Eastern Conference Finals then? Out of the... Like, if you were to match two of those three teams that we just mentioned, mm-hmm. who are you going to match to... I mean, I think it's going to be easy to say the one and the two seed. I would not be surprised if it's the Bucks versus the Sixers. The bottom half of that bracket with Sixers, Nats, Celtics, Hawks, that's that's a tougher half in my sense. And I think the Sixers and Celtics will end up playing each other, and that's going to be a seven-game series, I think. And I think the Bucks, the Bucks will sweep um, their eighth seed, and I think they'll probably win six against either the Knicks or the Cavs. So Yeah, that's that's gonna be a good series. Yeah. Cavs Knicks are a good series. That's gonna be great. Yeah. And then, and then Jalen 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 Buxton going at Donovan Mitchell. Right. And out of the West we think the Suns are gonna come out, but the the name of this podcast is Suns Talk, so we are very, very just. But we'll talk about that later. All right. So we're gonna sign off. And any other questions? Nope. All right. So before we sign off. Co Suns. All right. Well, until next time. Bye. Bye.